What's, What's up, up family? family? I'm your co-host, Father. And I'm your host, Son. And this is the Father-Son Father, Generational Wealth Podcast, where we teach you how to get the bag, invest the bag, and keep the bag long enough for your children's children to travel the world if they want. Today, we're going to talk about believing in yourself. Your children need you to lead by example. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's the main thing. Your children are going to need you to lead by example. But believing in yourself is key. Third, we're going to learn to find a lesson in everyday life. And then fourth, we're just going to hit you with some quick children's uh, money-saving tips. You know, help them help them children invest that money that they're getting from grandma, getting from you on your on their birthdays. You know, they they out doing odd jobs, whatever. They start working a job, you know what I mean? They old enough to start working their own job. We're going to teach them how to invest that money so they not struggling when they get into adulthood. It's like, you know, some of us had to. You know what I mean? So let's get it. You can follow me. On Daytoven Travel Six Nine One Three on Instagram, you can follow the journey of the podcast at GWell Forever Capital G. Wait, no, where's the capital at? Mm-hmm. This whole time he's been saying capital G, Well Forever, no spaces. He said, "Wait, there's no capital." He's just now learning that. But hey, you can still find us at capital G Well Forever. You know, it's big G's in here. But let's get right into it. Number one big thing you got to believe in yourself you know what i mean like yeah. and that that goes with every anything in life don't you think yes because if you believe in yourself it'll be easier to do it because if you don't dedicate yourself to it then it'll be impossible for you to do it because you aren't really focusing on do- getting it done because yeah, if you believe in yourself then it'll be a lot easier for you to do it okay and you know it makes it a lot easier to believe in yourself when it is, when you know what it is that you you're trying to follow for yourself once you find out what your passion is that's the main thing once you find out what your passion is it's easy for you to believe in yourself that you can do it you just got to find out what it is you got to apply yourself to multiple things find out what your passion is in life yeah i i totally agree to that because like if you don't try anything you'll never find anything that you're good at because you haven't tried anything like usually people have to work to find their passion but there are a couple people out there who just know what their passion is by heart and i am not one of them i don't know about anybody else but i'm not one of them because i have like several things that i love doing but i don't know which one is my favorite but back to the podcast (laughs) I mean, yeah, you're still young, though. You're only 10, you know what I mean? So it's like you you got time to figure out what, what it is that you're passionate about. Because right now, the thing with being as young as you are, you may find something and think that you're really passionate about it. And then by you get older and older and older, and now you find out you wasn't really that interested in it in the first place. You you know, it's all about finding yourself in that journey that you got to take. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> but... I don't really have anything on that topic because I haven't been researching about that specifically. But there is one thing that I've been specifically researching on that we might be able to get to later in the podcast. Hmm. But right now, yeah, I don't have anything for what you just said, but I totally agree with that. Hmm. All right. Well, yeah. Um, So let's just take it to a financial standpoint. What does believing in yourself financially look like? If you know that your finances aren't where you want them in, in life and that, you know, like you, you can't make them payments that you're trying to make. You know, maybe you're spending too much and you, you just you know where the places are, but you just don't want to take the time to really go out of your way to correct the action. Because you're like, man, I've been doing this for so long. I just want to I just want to keep living like this. I've never heard nobody say that that lives impoverished. I've never heard nobody that's like, dang, I like roaches on the on the floor or on the stove or whatever the case may be whatever the situation is that you're in even middle class people i've never heard somebody be like yeah i like living like this you know what i mean everybody wants to be able to do what they want to do in life and they like man i want to go i want to go places i want to see things I wanna, i'm not intended to put here and work for eight hours a day out of my life every day for 40 hours a week and then some people even more that's 60 hours a week you know those people putting in 70 hours a week 80 hours a week nobody nobody's meant to live like that you know what i mean so you have to believe in yourself and that's gonna take you taking a step to be like you know this is what i have to work with right now but i can educate myself and become financially literate and find out how to make this money work for me even though it's not as much as somebody else may have 
yeah, because <clears throat> you definitely shouldn't compare yourself to someone else. You should, like, have your own standards for yourself instead of trying to go off how some off of how someone else lives because if you do that then you'll just never get anywhere in life you'll just be trying to do more and better than that one person and you know there's a million over a billion people in the world that you could you could try to be something like them but you can't be them so what i would do is i would try to look up of someone that you want to like be like and a like ask an AI or Google how did some of the things that they did to get there so that it can help you do the same thing. Hmm. You want to you want to what do they say? What's the saying? They said um, you're not trying to recreate the wheel. They said it's already it's already invented, right? People are already using it. Yeah. You want to just emulate that idea in your own form, right? Now, now, I have a wheel, but it has the pressure sizes on the side. You know what I mean? Like, pressure sizes weren't always on wheels. You know what I mean? Like, when the first wheel started, nobody knew what size nobody knew what size that was or what PSI had to go into it or none of that. It was just like, hey, this is the tire I got on my, what, what uh, Model 4s or what? I don't even remember what the first car was called, but, like, <laughs> like I how, literally read it recently. I just can't remember. Cause like I don't. I mean, I'm sure there's probably a significance to knowing it, but technology's advanced so much. I'm never gonna see one of the mugs probably. And if I do, it's gonna be in a museum somewhere. Ain't nobody gonna be trying to drive it. <laughs> if I get me one, I'm gonna fix it up and I'm gonna drive it. <laughs> I'm, it's gonna be all original parts, but it's gonna be drivable. It ain't even gotta look nice, but I'm gonna drive that mug. What you mean? Mm. <laughs> you could probably make big money off of selling that thing. Yeah, I don't know. If I had something that old, and really that's more like American history. If yeah, I had you, something that was just old though, that like had significance like that, I probably wouldn't sell it. Honestly. You could sell it, and they could put it in a museum again. Yeah, but that's what that generational wealth come down to. I'm gonna keep it. You may want to sell it. Yeah, yeah and then you gonna be you able to make that decision. We ain't gonna need the money. The money already gonna be there. If we buying yeah, <laughs> old Model Ts and stuff, we we uh yeah. we straight out here. Trust and believe that. I'm not gonna buy one without being super straight. Trust me when I say that. Because <laughs> you can't be driving around with a car that was invented in 1960 and not be straight. Like that mug's probably like 19. Uh, I don't even remember the first time the car was born. Let's look it up real quick. When was the first car made? You know what I mean. Something simple like that. Not when was the first car invented? Just some real slight. Look, 1886. Look at that, Mike. Does that even does that even got an engine? An engine? Henry Ford invented yes, the car in 1896. That mode looked like a ultra-sized scooter. Mm. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So if Look I have one far. of them, I'm gonna have to be super straight because that mug yeah. probably don't do nothing but go 40 miles an hour. You can't drive <laughs> it faster than that. 30, 20. Like, come on. But man, it would know. be nice to just be strolling down the street. Yeah, it would be decent. I'd, I'd have fun driving it for real, for real. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about you know people believing in themselves. They feel like everybody else has to believe in them in order for them to propel themselves forward. But you know. I heard and I hear all the time that the road to a better and more abundant life is a long and lonely road, you know what I mean? People that fit your lifestyle will come along once you get the ball rolling, but the, that first grind-out period at the beginning is always going to be real, it's going to be lonely, you know what I mean? Because the people that you're around ain't really on what you're on right now, you know what I mean? They're not really on that because it just doesn't fit the lifestyle that y'all are accustomed to living you know what i mean it's just you have to be able to open everybody's mind up to it you know you can't expect people to jump on your bandwagon and be like yeah i really believe in this person you know what i mean if you don't have nothing to show for it so it's, once you start getting the ball rolling then people are gonna be like you know he might be on to something he might really be know what he's talking about you know what i mean but if you're just talking about it and you don't really have no action behind it it's going to be real hard for people to be able to believe in you if you don't believe in yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like you were saying, um, you can't just talk about it. Do it. 
don't talk about it, be about it. But that could, that one thing can get you pretty far in life, but it can't get you everywhere. Because there's only so far something can travel before it breaks down. And I feel like it goes the same way with sayings because, you know, it was made by a person. Which means that they had to get to a certain point in life to be able to make it. And then it only got them so far from where they were. Which means if you if you follow that saying, I feel like it'll get you just as far as it got them. Only... Yeah, I kind of added that extra only, my bad. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, I mean, I feel that, but the the saying that is really strong that I feel like can keep riding with you forever is is you can't have fun until you get the work done, right? Yeah. Cause... If you stay with that, if you stick with that saying, and you're like, man, I can't do the stuff that I want to do until I do the stuff that I need to do, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, because if you're just sitting around having fun all day, and there's like a billion things you have to get done, you'll never get them done because you're just sitting there doing nothing. Right. Cause... You got to always be doing actionable steps towards your goal, right? got to set your goal, then take actionable steps to get towards that. Mm-hmm. That's the key to but, success. But your goal has to be obtainable or else you'll never complete it. Yeah. Even if it ain't attainable, make that unattainable goal because this is what's crazy. Make an unattainable goal and make smaller goals to achieve that unattainable goal. And I guarantee you'll get close to it, if not more than it. <laughs> you know what I mean? The, the, the human body is capable of so much. People don't even know that we were meant to chase down our prey. We're predators. We're meant to chase down. Like if we're chasing down a gazelle back in the day, we chasing down gazelles or whatever the case may be for us to be able to eat. We literally are tracking that that gazelle for multiple days to a week. That gazelle is eventually going to pass out because it's running so much. We're chasing it during the day. We're tracking it at, at night and we're sleeping. You know what I mean? And then we're tracking it and we're tracking it. And it's never really getting no real rest. It's never getting time to eat or drink comfortably. We're gonna eventually catch it, and it's gonna it's gonna die from exhaustion. That's what the human body is capable of, you know what I mean? But we just have to unlock ourselves and download the files that our bodies already have. We've just been lost for so long, we don't know that it's there. We have all these distractions put in front of us intentionally so that we don't find ourselves. And now we we really need to find ourselves and and make the decision to be our best self because once you become your best self you can really achieve anything that you want and you and you becoming your best self could eventually spark into somebody else for them to become their best self you know what i mean because mm-hmm. notice that people with good and strong energy usually attract people that goes the same with being your best self because if you were your best self that can motivate other people to do the same. Say you were just your normal self, not your best, and you were walking down the street, and nobody was really paying attention because you're just a normal person. But then you're your best self, and you're walking down that same street, and those exact same people are paying more attention so that they can be their best self. Because hmm. being your best self can make a difference in the world, not just yourself. Hmm. Yeah, that's real powerful. Yeah, you definitely was speaking some facts right there. That's nice. Where you hear that at? I didn't hear it. I made it up. Oh, you just came up with that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was nice. That was bars. <laughs> Appreciate that. Because <laughs> a lot of people, you know, they don't know about the having the confidence to be themselves. You know what I mean? Like, they don't, they don't know that really the world needs them to be their best self. And when they're sitting here and they're hindering themselves from being their best self, you know, whether that be, you know, just different vices that people deal with, you know, drinking, you know, playing a game, going out all the time, uh, spending, spending your money, money frivolously, frivolously, um, you know, just being For, blatantly, blatantly egregious with your money. That yeah. is That is insane. Like, AKA liabilities. Man, a liability. <laughs> The literal definition. Man, so it's like you have to be able to correct yourself and be like, you know what, I I don't I want more. This is not 
where I want to be in life, and this is what I had to do to change it. And all it takes is you getting that vision and getting that tunnel vision on it and then being like, this is what I need to change it, and this is how it's going to change. And you putting in them steps, guarantee your life's going to be different because we all have power, and power is ingrained in all of us. You yeah. just have to activate it. Yeah, which which kind of brings me back to a book I've been reading called Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert T. Kios. I'm pretty sure it's Kiyoshi or something like that. But I'm not sure what his last name is. It's by Robert T. Kiyosakai. Yes. Kiyosaki. Kiyosaki. Thank you. But they were saying that the main reason people are in poverty is because of their own fear and ignorance. Because if you just if you're just blatant blatantly ignoring the world around you you'll never get any lessons which um leads you to never getting any money and if you fear becoming rich and losing all of your money then you'll just never become like if you fear losing stuff or being like being poor for the rest of your life if you fear that then it'll obviously happen but if you can break through that fear and not fall into the trap of just going to work because you think money will fix all of your problems because like you think all right if i can pay the bills then i should be fine but you know rich people like i was saying a couple seconds ago they usually fear like they have more fear in them than they were when they were poor because they fear they just wasted all that time and they're just going to lose all of the stuff. So they have to, that's why most, that's not most, some rich people still get up every morning and go to work, even though they hate their job or even though that they don't really need the job. They do it specifically so that they don't lose all their money. Yeah, no, I, I understand that. And that also boils down to kind of being your best self, doesn't it? Like, mm-hmm. You, you can't have money satisfy you. You have to be able to find yeah, satisfaction outside work, of money, right? You can't work for money. And if you have money work for you, then you'll have you'll have something that you can do comfortable comfortably without having to worry about losing all of your money because if you if you spend your money on like a couple liabilities and mostly assets, then there's no reason for you to fear that because um, something that comes with assets is investing and stuff like that. Passive income. Yeah, because yeah. assets usually are beneficial to you, which means if you spend all your no, money it's on it's not that they're usually beneficial to you. They, they are, are beneficial to you. That's yeah. why it's called an asset. Yeah, that's what I meant. My bad. My <laughs> bad family. But they're beneficial to you, which means that no matter how many assets you buy that'll never make you like that'll never make you poor because usually if you buy an asset no if you buy an asset it usually gives you back some money money. so so that that comes down to the (laughs) it's an old saying people used to say is if you let me borrow thirty dollars you'll never be broke because i'll always owe you thirty dollars right you know what I mean? So it's like, <laughs> but if you take that from a lender's perspective, if I bought, if I let you borrow $30 and now you got my $30 for a month, that's interest secured. Now you got my $30 for two months. That's interest secured. You know what I mean? So now you're going to have to pay me way more than that $30 when it comes time to pay me. Yeah, I may not be broke. right. I'm, I'm broke right now because, yeah, you owe me that money and I'm, I'm messed up. But yeah, like once I get my money, because I'm gonna get it. Like, why yeah. did I let you borrow the thirty dollars if you wasn't you gonna never yeah, pay me you back? Can't, you, know what I mean? you can't give <laughs> money to someone that they that you don't trust with your life. Cause was it you that was watching a video of this guy that sold a watch for twenty bands, and this guy gave him twenty bands worth of watch bands for mm, him to sell? Yeah, it was like forty. It was forty something. Yeah, but yeah. It, yeah, because <laughs> yes, you can't sell something to someone you don't trust with your life. Like, if 
I mean, you, I don't know if it's you can't sell something to someone that you don't trust with your life, but he the more the lesson behind that, he gave dude the watch that yes. was worth sixty thousand. And then he gave him a paper I IOU. He didn't even have a contract between them to where if he found like he could sue him or nothing. He just had a paper IOU with his signature on it that said IOU forty thousand dollars. And then dude gave him forty wristwatch bands. Forty bands. And, and they <laughs> cost a dollar per watch band. So that that technically Yeah, that's technically giving them forty thousand dollars, but it'd take them years just to sell all that instead of just giving them the actual forty thousand dollars. Taught him a valuable lesson that day, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Don't do don't do business off a handshake. Mm-hmm. You gotta have actual contracts in between. Like when it comes to this business stuff, man, you gotta be specific. Yeah, exactly. You have to act like you actually care about it, and not be like, "I, right, I gave this man the, I gave this man a handshake. He's gonna give it to us." Yeah. Like that's not how business works. They could literally, like, you didn't have a contract, so you can't sue him. Yeah. Well, you could. But that wouldn't be necessary because he still gave you the forty thousand dollars, even if it wasn't the way that you liked. Yeah. So, valuable lesson. Yeah. And then what else? What else? Let's see. So we're gonna talk a little bit about side hustles, right? You know what I mean? Because a lot of people they have their their regular job that they have, like that's their main job, but they don't have a lot of side hustles that they do. Like different avenues that your job has with entrepreneurs, you're trying to find, okay, my niche is this, but how many ways can I attack this niche and get different streams of income? That's what you're doing as an entrepreneur. As somebody who, who works for someone else, you go to your nine to five, you do your job from nine to five, you get off at five, you come home at six, you work on your side hustle your passion what you really want to make money in but you haven't figured out the way to monetize it yet you know what Mm. i mean you're like man i really love doing this i I have fun doing it i would much rather spend my nine to five hours doing this that is when you get to the point of you really becoming financially free once you learn how to turn your passion into monetization you can monetize on your own on your passion, that's strong. Like, because why wouldn't you want to do what you love every single day, all day? Yes, because, like, for me, my passion is video games. And I've been trying to set up a streaming channel. So, basically, what I've been trying to do is trying to make a bunch of money off of playing video games. It'll be fun and easy. It's not really easy once you do the once you get behind what it takes to actually make video yeah. games or to uh, stream video games. You have to do the the branding. You know, you have to have people in in place to be able to do your editing for you. You have to have people in place to be able to like basically run your stream service as a business you know what i mean like there's different hats that you have to wear it's not just about turning on the camera and playing the game yeah but along with that it is easy after you get past all of that stuff once you get to the point that it's automated yeah once you get to the point that every day you turn on the game and then it's like sends up a notification to if you want to turn on your camera or not. And then all you have to do is click a button and then you can turn on your camera and then you can get on a game and then you'll just be streaming. And notifications go out to all your followers. They're already popping up following you, mm-hmm. watching you stream as soon as you get on. Yeah. And then you know basically what your stream's outline is because even though you're just playing and the game is going on like how it goes on, you can't really script how the game happens. But you can script in times where you are talking to your audience, where you're, you know, various times where you're putting like your handles in there where you can be followed at and stuff like that. You know what I mean? There, there's a, a method to all the madness that goes on around you. A method to the madness. Mm-hmm. Because it wouldn't be happening if there wasn't something behind it. Yeah. 
Everything that happens for a reason. Yeah. And so let's let, let's actually go and segue us into to number two. Number two is your children need you to lead by example. And I feel I feel like this is this is a strong subject because a lot of people are say do as I say, not as I do. You know what I mean? And so it gets real easy to be like, you should just do this because I tell you to do it. Mm-hmm. But once it's time for you to do it and your kid needs to be able to see you do it, you have to be able to show up. Mm-hmm. I agree. I definitely agree because you can't agree to do something and then not do it. That would literally be the definition of lying. Because <clears throat> if you lie to your kids, then that makes them not trust you. Like, should I be trusting this person right now? <laughs> should I be trusting them? They lied to me like three days ago. So you need to be honest and upfront with your children. Or else they ain't going to trust you. Exactly. <clears throat> exactly. And like we were saying earlier, um, you know, you can't have fun until the work is done. I feel like the the parent has to lead by example in that aspect. We can't let the child catch us in moments where we know that we have work that was supposed to be done and we're doing things that aren't trying to achieve that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it sends off a bad message that it's okay to, to be... Uh, what what's the word I'm looking for? Somebody that um, a procrastinator. It's okay to procrastinate, or it's okay to be late on things, or whatever be the lazy. case. Yeah, lazy too. Whatever the case may be, you know what I mean. Um, the next one is a strong work ethic is more important than being the most intelligent individual in the room. If you have a strong work ethic, it allows you to build up that grit and allows you to power through anything. Yeah, because if if you just get it done and out of the way, then it's easier for you to go on about your life because you don't have to worry about that one thing that you've been worrying about for hours and possibly days. Right. And that also boils down to, like, you remember earlier when we were talking about the um, the yard work getting done and stuff? Mm-hmm. That so. took me from Monday to friday (laughs) (laughs) so we broke it down to we yeah i was working for about like seven cents an hour with if i would have if i would have been paid at a job i would have been working for seven cents an hour for 35 dollars man so it was he he agreed upon 35 dollars for the job went out there first day took seven hours so automatically off the first day that's five dollars that's five dollars uh an hour for that first day he wasn't getting paid no more it's now going on friday now he wasn't out there every day and there was days that he like took off and stuff but we just did it for the math to make it simple if he would have worked five days and worked as hard as he did or worked as much as he did that first day he would have been making a dollar a day basically and so we did the math on that and then I went out there and helped him with it and he was like we did it in like two hours two and a half hours so I was like imagine if you would have put in the extra effort and had like you know had it in your mind that I just needed to achieve this right now get it done today he said he was like he felt like he was knocking at heaven's gate he's like man I feel like I'm here I made it as soon as as soon as we was on like the last little scoop to go in the bag, he was like, "Yes." So imagine all that grati- <laughs> like that gratification you felt that day. You're like, "Man, I knocked it out. I put in a lot of hard work." We had what spaghetti that night. Like we had a hot meal waiting, all type of stuff. <laughs> like just the gratification would have been that much more. You know what I mean? Instead of you waiting till what Friday. And getting yes, it done, that we, we missed out on a lot of opportunities because of that. You know what I mean? It was like the that that chore was just steadily lingering and lingering and lingering instead of it yes. just being done. Because if you got if I would have gotten gotten it done, then it would have been a million times easier for me to just like live my normal day life. It would been it would have been so 
much easier. Yeah, no, I feel that. And and then we also have to focus on teaching our kids to have open minds and think critically because there's situations where, you know, you're not always going to have somebody around to to do all the, the work for you. You're going to yes. have to be able to think critically. You're, yes, like today whenever we were putting our um, bags into the dumpster, I wasn't tall enough to push the lid over um, back on top. So I had my had my my dad do it because I wasn't tall enough. But he said that I had I needed to think critically so that I could do it by myself even though I wasn't tall enough. Mm, what was one thing I suggested even though go we... on to the side of it and put um put my hand under and push it up. Yeah. So that would have been a lot easier than well, I don't know if it'd have been easier, but it would have been a lot more satisfying that you actually did it instead of having to ask me for help, right? Yeah. Exactly. So you have to put it in your mind that you that that's what you want to do. Yeah, that's that satisfaction you want. You I did this, you know what I mean? So you have to strive for that. You can't just be like, Well, it'd be easier and we'd be able to leave right now if dad just came over here and did it for me. Because I ain't always gonna be around, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, real, real activity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, how this really ties in with everything is you just you just really have to instill in your children. You have to instill in your children. You know that it's okay to make mistakes. All of that's cool. But don't do it so often that your children think it's okay to just go around making mistakes on purpose. Man, you can't just be out here letting them run rampant because you don't have the education. You know what I mean? You have to find out what's going on. We all have power within us. Children have power within them. You have to find a way to unlock it. Yes, thank you. But there's also one more thing that I want you to know. Do not let your children say anything they want. Yeah, nah, I feel that. You don't want to know how many times I've been cussed out by little kids. Younger than me. me. (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy. (laughs) All right, yep. And so uh, one thing I want to bring up, you know, with the thinking critically, um, was the escape escape room we went Ah, to in uh, Atlanta. What did you think about that? It was actually really fun, but we had to get like five hints, and <laughs> we used all five of them, and we were right at the door. I thought they only gave us like three hints. Nah, yeah, it was like three, and we used all three of them. And then once we were at the door, like at the very last question, for the for us to finish the escape room, Man. to get the key to go onto the roof, we literally had to get kicked out of that mug. We took so long. They had to come and, save us. We I, only had an hour to get out, granted. But we was on, like, the last problem to solve, and we were, like, bro, we were, like, right there. Yes, I, and they had to come bring us out because we took too long. Man. We had to go under garbage cans. We had to move Oh, yeah, walls. when we, like, moved the, the dumpster out of the way and yes. go behind it. Yeah, that was pretty dope. Yeah, but... It was also really hard because you had to put something in the garbage can mm-hmm. to move it. Mm-hmm. And then after you moved the garbage can, we were on the last thing in a secret office place. I kept walking past it. My dad walked past it like three times. <laughs> we couldn't find it. And we were literally looking at it several times over and over and over again. <sighs> Man. That was good times, though, wasn't it? Yes, it was fun, but it was horrible that we couldn't get out. I know. We'll have to just practice more. And then, what, maybe one day we'll be so good at escape rooms, people will be like, you have to come try out our our escape room if you can escape. You know what I mean? We'll give you $1,000. I'm telling you. That that would be a pretty nice thing. But want to know what would be best? Hmm. If we could have an, an escape room, that is attached to the back of our house, and we could go in it whenever we want for free. Yeah. And it, and it We'd was eventually like, know all the tricks and clues, though. No, like, every time you escaped from it, it would, like... Change it. You, it would have, like, a hologram. Rubik's Cube? Yeah, it, no, it would have, dope. like, a dice, and then it would land on something, and then that escape room would just... Technology. Boom! 
He said technology, I'm telling you. (laughs) And then it would be a whole different escape room. Because that would definitely be pretty dope. But back to the dang (laughs) podcast. Because we only got a couple more minutes to finish this up. Yeah, we got a little bit longer. We almost there. We got probably about 15 more minutes to strengthen us. But yeah, so... Um, let's see if you if you set a budget and get your finances under control your kid will be more likely to be financially conscious because it it, it may be hard to get that you know to go through those conversations with yourself or with your significant other you know that you know we've been making some pretty bad financial decisions but this is what we can do to correct it now and this is how it's ultimately going to make our lives better you know what i mean yeah yeah because you can go Right. I was just going to say, you know, your kids are watching you 24-7, right? Yeah. Like, so if you, you see something in your kids, form. yeah, if you see something in your kids you don't like, you know, you got to take a step them. back and find out where they're learning it from. Yeah. And be like, dang, I, I don't really like that he did that. And be like, why did he do that? And then you like, dang, I kind of do some of that stuff too myself, right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm. It's heavy, right? Mm-hmm. Right, but yeah, because yeah. you have to set an example for your kids. That's just one thing you have to do. <laughs> I know I'm a kid, and you don't trust me with the parenting words and stuff. But my dad's saying the same thing right next to me. <sighs> so please take our advice and don't let your kids say whatever they want. And please, <laughs> l- please, please set an example for them. Right. All right, and then what? The third thing. We got to find lessons in everyday life, right? They, they were saying that in Rich Dad, Poor Dad, weren't they? Mm-hmm. It's a lesson in everything. There's a lesson in everything. Literally. Like, from everyday life to planets colliding, there's a lesson. What's a lesson you've learned this week? What's one lesson you learned this week? Just put your mind to it, and you can get anything done. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Because, like... It's still there, even if you don't notice it. The lesson's always there. Like, it's going to be there. Like, And even if you don't want to notice that it's there, it's still going to be there. Yes. Even if, even if you don't want to at some point, then it'll still be there just in case you want to change your mind. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, there's always a lesson in something. And if you don't change your mind, then it, the lesson will go to someone else. And then that person will always be one step ahead of you. Hmm. I never thought of it like that, but I definitely know that the lesson lingers. But a way to be able to decipher when them lessons hit you and how, you know, that our lessons actually hit you is being observing and attentive. If you pay attention to what's going on around you, it'll be a lot easier for you to notice the lessons. Exactly. Actively listening. Yeah, there's signs and tips before the lesson comes. Signs and symbols. Actively listening. Is all you need. Listening and watching. That's literally all you need, and you can have every lesson in the world. Man, you got one mouth for a reason, right? You can do some speaking, but you should be giving wisdom. Yeah, two ears and two eyes. Yep. You should be watching. You should be hearing. I hear you, but I'm also listening. You know what I mean? I'm listening to what you're saying. There's a difference between hearing me, you can hear me, but are you actually listening to what I'm saying and applying it? Yes, because if you aren't listening and you're just listening to da 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 as they're talking, that means you're not paying attention and you don't want to learn the lesson that they're trying to give you. Exactly. It's literally free information. Man. Cheat codes that they're trying to give you for Man. free. Man. Take it. Even if it, if you don't if you don't understand it. At that moment, guarantee it'll help you later in your next couple years. Exactly. You can hear something from someone that triggers something in you, you know, that they didn't even know they were telling you. They didn't be having a regular conversation with you, but it'll hit you different because you've been thinking about this already. And then they say something that you've already been thinking about, but they didn't you didn't tell them about it. You never had that happen. It's like, man, I. You know, I've just been going through this. I'm looking for the answer, looking for it. You know what I mean? And then somebody will have a conversation with you about that. 
And you'd be like, you know what? I was just asking for this clarification, but I wasn't. There's people who won't pay attention still. You know what I mean? So it's like, that happens. Why would you be looking for something just to not listen to people who can give you the answer? And they don't even know they're giving you the answer. Like, they could be having a normal conversation, and then they give <laughs> you the answer to a question that you've been asking yourself for years and years on. Man, I heard I heard blessings from multiple different individuals, and it was, like, important stuff that I needed to hear, you know what I mean? I would have never been in them situations if I wouldn't have listened to my heart first to put me in them situations. Like, a lot of people are so quick to say no because on the exterior, it looks ugly. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, um, Don't judge a book by its cover. Exactly. I, I had somebody coming up here, and, like, I don't even want to have to admit it, but I had somebody coming up here asking me for some money. You know what I mean? And I was like, you know, this is my last $100. I was like, but I'll give it to you. You know what I mean? And the conversation that I had with that individual was just way more than I I even bargained for. You know what I mean? I felt like I was paying for that information at that point. I was like, $100 ain't even expensive for the, the amount of information and the amount of, like, or the way that it clicked with me that I just, you know, I just gave you, you know, material shit. The mm -hmm. amount of time you just gave me and saved and all that extra stuff, like, I, I'll never be able to repay that. Like, Yeah, when was this? This was, I don't know, a day or two ago? I can't remember exactly. But, yeah, it was it was pretty cool. It was just, when, once you, like, have those situations where you're like, man, I really did, I really wasn't expecting that out of that individual, you know what I mean? Those are really good moments to have. Yes, yes, I I, to I totally agree. I, I, I can't disagree with that. That's facts. Yeah, nah, Don't fight the facts. Man. You have to learn them and listen to them or else you'll never get anywhere in life. For That's real. a life lesson. For real. All right, so let's hit this last point up so we can go ahead and wrap this up. You know, we've been having fun, but we can only, we can only like really yeah. feel well taking up you know about an hour of your time we don't want to we don't want to overstep our boundaries yeah, we we're don't, not trying to step yeah. on our toes we know y'all take a lot of time out of your time to sit to just, just be able to sit here and chill yeah. with us but thank you so much for listening because there's a lot of people in the world that don't just want to take a little bit of time just to get some straight information that could help them in life mm. but thanks for listening to us so that's what's up so let's get into children's saving tips number one. You got to make saving fun, right? Yes. Find fun ways for your children to engage for them to be like, you know what? I like saving my money. Get a savings jar. Okay. Or tell them if they can save up this amount of money that you will repay them by doing this mm. or something like that. Okay. So like if you save up this amount of money, I match your money or something like that or i give you this much because you saved up this much like that yes okay okay and then track their spending yes because if man we just had to here. learn a hard lesson about that today hey you want to talk about it we're not gonna get into that pretty mm. <laughs> fun pretty fun what is wrong with them? They stole over a hundred dollars from me man what's wrong with them but yeah, we finna get them right together. We gonna we gonna get this money straight, man. Yeah. Uh, and then all right, set a good example. You know that's yeah. that's we've been talking about that the whole podcast. If you ain't heard it by this point, your ears you, is glued you, shut. Your ears are literally <laughs> shoved up with earwax. <laughs> Go if you haven't heard that. I'm going to personally advise you to go Roast into you. your bathroom <laughs> get some q-tips and go ahead and clean the mirrors out and rewind the podcast <laughs> no for real <laughs> because you need to hear the information that we're trying to give because this might get you somewhere in life like <laughs> you might have a question and then it just hits you from what we've been trying to tell you this whole podcast it might actually get you from a millionaire to a billionaire. <laughs> Some. 
or did you know? I just I don't mean to interject. Talking no, no, about no, no, money, no. talking about millions and all that. Did you know that minimum? This is a minimum wage fact because I I found this out yesterday reading that uh that Beth Kobliner book, which is um, really good. You know, make your kid a money genius even if you're not. Um, that is a really good book. But did you know that if you're under twenty, an FSLA covered employer can legally pay you four dollars and twenty five cents for the first ninety days of working for their company. <laughs> four doll hairs <laughs> and a quarter. The insanity. Per hour. Because you're not over twenty one yet. What? Something is happening and I do what? not like it. Do we have time to look up some FSLA covered employers real quick? Could you do that for me? Because cause I just, I just want to be able to throw that out there real quick. I know that that's a fact, but I want to know like where I should not be applying because <laughs> you're not going to pay me $4.25 mm-hmm. for three months. $4.25 an hour. I don't care if I'm not grown, grown. Like I can't go buy a drink. FSLA. But I'm grown. Like, <laughs> mom and dad done put me out the house already. F.S. Take off that first F. There you go. Covered employer. Covered. So let's just slide over to a little bit. Some tips for kids to invest their money. Because we're not working for 425 covered employers. Or 425 an hour. FSLA, we not working for them. So tips for your kids to invest in low cost, uh, invest money, invest in low cost index funds, which, you know, is you can get like regular mutual fund companies. These are like, these are usually like your your stock trading websites, stuff like Charles Schwab. That's who I use. Brokerage firms, stuff like that. You know what I mean? Exchange traded funds, all that. Okay, in F. SLA covered employer is an employer that is subject to, subject to the Fair Labor Standards Act. Fair Labor Standards Act, and they're giving me four dollars and twenty five cents. Mhm. Oh the, wow. And the and the FLSA is a federal law that sets a minimum wage, overtime pay, record keeping, and child labor standards. <laughs> to be uh to be an f l s a covered employer you an employer must be the following uh criteria the employer must be engaging in commence or commerce mm. hmm? hmm? oh, my bad commerce no wait you said commerce it's not com it's commerce bro oh commerce, commerce like e commerce what? Commercial oh. commerce, like oh. you're selling things. Oh, okay. thank you. Okay. In commerce, or in an in industry, or in any industry or active activity affecting commerce. 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 This guy. I do not All like right. that word. The employer must employ fifty or more employees. For each working day during each 20 or more calendar work weeks in the current or preceding calendar year. So literally, your Amazons, your FedEx, your Targets, literally places with more than 50 employees and are engaging in commerce can literally pay you $4.25 legally for the first 90 days. That is mind-blowing to me. I don't like that. Something is happening, and I don't like it. I say that way too often in my liking. Way too often. More than you'd like to admit, right? Yep. I do not like it one tiny bit. All right. And then, you know, with them index funds, you can also, like, exchange traded funds, stuff like that, ETS. You also want to invest in your long-term blue chip stocks. These are large companies that have been around and are gonna and are going to continue to be around. You know what I mean? Like they're not going nowhere. They're invested in most of what makes America America. What 
most of the global trade between America to other countries is invested in or involved with, you know what I mean? So it's like, you have to invest in that stuff that's supposedly supposed to be around for a long time, but I guess we'll see. <laughs> I don't like to be like a conspiracy theorist or nothing, but I'm also very, I like, I, I like to think that I'm connected, you know what I mean? So I like to think that I know what's going on, but I could be wrong. There could be multiple, multiple, multiple generations, 500 years, 500 years more. I don't know, but I would like to think that my kids going to at least grow up. <laughs> but we ain't going to get into all that, you know what I mean? Let's let's knock this out the park so we can go ahead and hop off of here. We're going to start small just so they can get into the habit of investing in smart things that are going to bring a return on investment. If you can't teach them, you're going to get a financial advisor to help you and your child get their, their financial literacy up. You know what I mean? You might have one in your family. You know, just start reaching out. Get, get in tune with your family if you're not family-oriented because you, you're worried about how the money messed up. You know what I mean? Now it might be time to get in tune with yourselves and start figuring out how to grow this generational wealth. You know what I mean? Come come together and collab. And I'm never one to be like, business is, you know what I mean, perfect to mix with family. But I'm sure that if you're gonna do business with anybody in the world anyways, once you get these boundaries and, you know, and y'all have an understanding and I'm pretty sure there's pretty a or there's plenty of people who can go into business with family, you know what I mean? It's all about boundaries. You're going to go into business with a random anyways. They, you're just worried about them looking at you like a boss. Yeah, your cousin or your uncle may not know you as a boss because they know you your whole life. But shit, if you out here doing, oh, excuse my language, but if you out here doing boss things, there ain't no reason Wait, for them to. Say? Don't worry about it. <laughs> if you out here doing boss things, it ain't no reason for them to worry, you know what I mean, to not treat you as such. So. Just keep those keep those little gems in there. Tuck them away. Um, kids, once you start working your jobs and start getting some actual, well, not actual money, once you start getting money from W-2s, W-4s, whatever the case may be, start looking into these Roth IRAs so that you can save some money up. And um, <clears throat> that's, that's money that isn't going to be able to be taxed forever. You know what I mean? It's interest-free, free from tax forever. So look into those as well as when you go to go for college or whatever your case may be is not going to mess up your financial aid eligibility because they're not allowed to mess with your Roth account so look into that we're going to drop you with those last couple gems let's go ahead and close them out you know what I mean yeah yeah I totally agree but you can follow me on Instagram at Zaytoven Travels Next time on three, you can follow the journey of the podcast at UL Forever. Sorry about the capital G. Got mixed <laughs> up a little. Uh, Don't forget to drop that five star rating. You know what I mean? Give us uh, yeah, we some, some feedback. Support. Yeah, give us some feedback. Let us know how you feel about the podcast, whatever. And anything give us that some... anything that you liked specifically, or something that you think we could do better on just some spe uh something specific about what you want us to talk about anything you know we kept it yes. real light today um we gonna hit it off monday we hopefully gonna have a surprise guest for you guys let's uh yeah let's get it turn up until then peace and prosperity you were supposed to say at that time